We're starting the parak Achila. Achila. Page Chavav. Thank you. Achila. Eating. Achila. Tzarech l'havin is Pnimius Inyan Ha'achila. We need to understand the Pnimius of this Inyan that's so much, that's such a big part of our lives. Achila, and as we mentioned last week, or the week before, the first Takala, the first Kilkul in creation was at least on the part of Adam and Chava, the first kilkul, of course, was eating. It was a kilkul in eating. And therefore, the tikkunim of life are very tied, very much tied into how we eat. What's the avoid of achila? Achila is not avoid. Tchila tzarech l'havin is p'nim yisidina achila. Mitzad echad, on the rayim shamayla sachil g'daylomari. On the one hand, we see that there's something very great, something very important and holy about eating. With every chashiv thing, yesh mitzvah Achila is part of Kigom Shabbos, Rameadim, Shabbos, and Yantiv. The Suudas of Shabbos, the Suudas of Yantiv. Suddhas Mitzvah, all the Suddhas Mitzvah, Chasna, Bar Mitzvah, Pitina Ben, Bishmila Vachul. And more than anything, Achilles Akabanis and Besam Mikdash. The Achilles of the Mizbech, the Achilles of, of the Kahanim, the, the Korban Pesach that we used to eat. Achilles, Achilles, everything, everything that's, everything that's significant. There's either a mitzvah to eat, or when it's Yom Kippur, Davka, don't eat. But it's about eating. Yom Kippur is also about eating, just not to eat. Mitzad Shani, on the other hand, Taiva Sa'achila, that Taiva, that, that uh, craving to eat, Taiva Sa'achila, Yedavisha Mayrida Sa'adam Ma'ayd. It has the ability to drag a person to a very, very low place. Taifa Sahila can drag a person to a very, very low place. It's Magashima person. It makes a person heavy, not just physically heavy, spiritually heavy. Coarse. Magushim, Magushim. Makes him into a Magushim take a person. Matam Temes is Nishmas of a and it dulls. It dulls the nisham, it dulls the seichel. makes a person coarse and thick. Chazal say, if a person, if a person is davening, if a person sincerely wants divrei Torah, to enter into him, if he wants to be able to absorb Divrei Torah, So if you're davening, and it's, it's very important for you, and you're davening that you should be able to receive Divrei Torah, then you should daven, that you should not, that you should not indulge, that Hashem should help you not to indulge in madanim, delicacies of this world. Which is a popular name for many, many uh, 
take out places, ma'adanim. The candies are called ma'adanim. You want to be able to absorb Torah. You want Torah to be able to enter into who you are. And daven hard that you should be a person into whom the ma'adanim are not entering. That food is not taking over your life. If food takes over your life, then you become, then you become a person who is not a clay kibble for the Torah. You have to click kibble to receive time. This is something that's something that's a very big challenge. It wasn't always it wasn't always possible for regular Jews to afford so much food like now. Our ancestors were struggling to survive just to be able to put some food on the table. Most of our ancestors were not wealthy people; they were poor people. It was just a big thing to have something to eat, to have something to eat. I remember my relatives in Yushalayim and Olson Hedvia that they that I used to go visit them for Shabbos and that my that uh, my cousin Chankila that she used to she used to have to give up her piece of chicken. There was only one pulki, one little drumstick for Shabbos. And during the week there was no there was no chicken, there was no meat. So this is this is we're talking about 45, 50 years ago. And there are still people that live that way. Very few. An hour an hour thank you so much, Ishkar. In our world there was never a time that that madanim, that food and delicacies were so available like now, and and it's making harder and harder for the for the Torah to enter into a deep place. it's clear. So if the Rambam made such a thing, the Rambam made the world in such a way. You need the world in such a way that you have to eat in order to survive. And that's the Nakuda in, in footnote Lamed Beis. That is different than, the, than other, other physical taivas. The difference between eating and other taivas. A person can live without, without smoking. A person can live without alcohol. But you have to eat in order to survive. Even when it comes to the Taivas Nashim, when it comes to that desire of, of, uh, of physical pleasure, self-self, a person can a person can live without it, but when it comes to eating, you can't you can't live, you can't survive without eating. Hashem created us in such a way that we have to eat and drink. And that shows us how necessary and how urgent this Indian is of eating. It's a very important Indian. Hashem wants us to do this all the time. He wants us to engage in this taiva of achila, of eating, of drinking, every day of our lives, with the exception of a tanis here and there. He wants us to live this way. And it must be that it's Choshu V'moch L'Avaytis Hashem's And if that's the case, that it's something that Hashem has planted as a requirement, 
in our lives, a daily, constant requirement in life, it must be that it's the very beginning of Rosh Hashem. So, it's very important to understand what's the avoid of Achim. The title, we all know what that is, the title. But Hashem made it a part of our lives. And there's a reason that He did that. And there's a reason why everything began with the story of eating or not eating from, from a tree. What's the avoid? What is that? Back inside the the the, the sefer, mukhach sheyesh It must be that there's a tremendous avoid of eating. V'yesh bezeh davar yisaidi v'chalshiv. And it must be that it's something which is very yisodi, basic. L'chayiv shalhaod, v'rochni yisubagashmas. Now, over the years, a lot of tires, it comes up in a lot, a lot of tires. Today's the outside of the Rebbe Eli Malach Susielin. And the Kisisa, he has a tire. Starting to be Maslow Vizehu. If you look in the parasha, Noimele Malach Vizehu, he speaks there about the Indian of Gashmis, and Gashmis, and Ruchni, and Achila, Shasiyah. And every sefer that tires and tires on this Indian of Achila, the eating. But in a simple way, the, the thoughts, the kafanas, there's a whole sefer from Rabarulah, and the Indian of Achila. But in a simple, simple way, to begin on our level to think about this. And we all know that it doesn't mean not to eat. It's not the Mahalacha, the Balshamtava Kodesh. It's not the Indian of not eating. It's to eat the Kedusha. To eat like a Jew is supposed to eat. It's not the Indian of not eating. That's, that's the, the, the Ariyah Kodesh, the Balshamtava Kodesh, the Siddiquim. There was a time that there was an avoided by certain tzaddikim of fasting, not eating. But we know that that's not the tachlis. The tachlis is to eat begadusha. And if there was a time that that not eating was recommended, it's because of that milchama and the danger of getting into that sugya of eating. And Jews were very strong once upon a time. They were very, very strong. And because eating is such a significant and difficult avayda, there was a mahalach among certain Jews that it's best to refrain. Because the danger of failing is so great. The danger of failing when it comes to achila is so great that it's best to, to eat as little as possible. Stay away from it. It's too dangerous. It's just too dangerous. It's difficult. It's too dangerous. So there was an Indian that was that was uh, that was um, part of the earlier generations. But there were many Elohim that just not only because 
it was hard to afford, but because the, the risks of eating were so great that they didn't eat. The Baal Shem Tevakadosh is very, very, very much against that. And it's clear that that's not the pnimius of Hashem's Ratzon. Sometimes one has to refrain from eating. That's not the tachlis. The tachlis is how to eat. To eat begedusha. To eat begedusha. Bechal, that's how it is with the taivas of this world that Hashem gave us. It's not a matter of of avoiding it. It's a matter of how to of how to use that taiva in a way of avodas Hashem. How to serve Hakadosh Baruch How to eat in the right way. This is an avayda that's that we, we need to know for every day of our lives. And everything depends upon everything depends upon this. In Laman Gimel Everything that we do, all of our learning, all of our davening, our ability to experience kirvas elokim, the tachlis of our lives, should be shvul zen nivra'olam ha'adam. Mechain gam parnasos or biyuso, parnas and health. Hakol toli ba'chidah b'gedusha. Everything depends upon eating the right way. If a person is not eating b'gedusha, the davening is not is not going to be good. The learning is not going to be the way it should be. And so it is with everything. The, the, the Mechabra, the Mechabra here are just reminding us that the, the, what we're going to learn now about eating applies to all physical types. The rice is achila, because that's the staple of life, is eating. Well, we find, for instance, that taiva of a man and a woman, that taiva is also referred to in Tanakh as eating, as achila. Halechem ashata oichel. Halechem ashata is referring to, Chazal tell us, is referring to relationships uh, involving intimacy. It's also called so whatever we're going to learn now, as far as achila begedusha, has to do with other types of the goof of the of the body. Page chavzayim, base. Life is from Hashem. Chiyas. Hashem is Baruch. Shu Makar Hashem is the Makar is the source of life. The Kasher Hodam Nachlash. And when a person feels weak, Humargish Tsarach Larachal, and he feels a need to eat. Pneemius Ainyan He, the Pneemius of that is, Feeling a physical weakness and a hunger is a simon from Shemai that Hashem wants you to get close to Him. Now it's hard for us to remember such times of actually feeling weak 
and needing to eat because of the way that the way that we live nowadays. Uh, we don't give our bodies a chance to feel that type of a weakness. Most people don't. Eating and snacking and snacking and eating and eating and so on and so forth. It's it's uh, in, in, in our world. It's very rare to feel that. But sometimes, if a person can remember getting stuck someplace or being without food, or if it was a fast day, or somebody's, somebody, for whatever reason, was working in such a way where there was uh, didn't have access to food. That weakness, that chalishus of the of the guf, that hunger that a person feels, is a way that Hashem is saying to be mechaber the kasha, to connect to Him. To refill on a kesher with Hashem. Chiyus comes from Hashem. A person who is thinking every single second that my chiyus comes from Hashem when he's feeling a weakness in that chiyus, when he's feeling a weakness in his chiyus, that weakness is experienced as hunger, as thirst. That's how we experience that. And and the need to eat is a need to is a need to connect to more life, to more chiyas. And more life means that if you stop and you think that the Makurachai and the source of life is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So then this is an opportunity to connect to Hashem's Baruch. Chiyus comes to us from Hashem's Baruch. Hashem is the Makor Chai. You and I experience the need for life as a need to eat. That's how we experience the need for life. Through that desire, that need to eat. That's how we That's how we feel that our Chiyus, that the chiyas is, is, is getting low. The battery is low. And it needs to be refilled, needs to be recharged. We experience that in hunger, as hunger. That's how we feel that, as hunger. But chiyas is from Hashem. So were a person able, if a person would be able to use that experience of recharging and refilling as as a way of reconnecting to the source of life, not just to the not just to the uh, pastrami sandwich, but to the source of life. So then eating would be an extraordinarily powerful experience of of plugging into the Makarachai. To the source of life, to re- to remember the one who gives you life, because at that moment when you're feeling weak and you're hungry, you're more desperate for life. It's like if God forbid a person is drowning and he can't breathe. That first breath that you take when you come up, and you couldn't breathe, and you you, you got stuck somehow under the water. Or as when I was growing up, one of the guys. One of the guys, uh, our Hever was very big and very strong, and he enjoyed 
holding his friends' heads under the water. That was one of his favorite pastimes. So, so that's pretty scary. And uh, and and when you take that first breath, uh, that 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 connection to the Makar Chaim is very, very deep. And we take eating for granted because we're surrounded by food. Everybody's trying to just come out from the Shalachmanas. Uh, this year is less than regular years, but trying to climb out of the, uh, you know, the chocolate wafers and know where they all end up. I don't know uh, where do all of those things end up. So we... Uh, it's frightening to think that they end up in Jewish stomachs, all of this, all of this stuff. I don't know, but on the other hand, it's chaval that ends up in the garbage. Maybe by cleaning ladies. <laughs> it's a little bit sad also that all of this, uh, all of this uh, effort ends up like, you know, like that. But okay. That's also part of being in the five towns. So... Um, we, we we don't think of we don't think of eating as something which comes in desperation. Nowadays, most people are desperate to stop eating. I'm I'm eating too much. I have to do something about my eating. It's crazy. But to actually to actually feel to feel hunger, to be hungry, to feel hunger. We should know from the God forbid real hunger what that means. To to feel hunger. My father Shalom always said that there was that that to be massive what that means. Not to know where your next crumb is gonna come from, but that what that's like. To manage to feel that, not to know what that not to know where you're going to be able to get. To, there's no food at all, and not to know if you're ever gonna get anything else and what that is, what that's like. And that's why I I, I told you when I gave this down to my children that they know that. Not to say hungry or starving, any of those little shyness in, in the house. So I, I, I told you once, I remember one time, because it was a very popular thing, but the guys, you know, to sit around Shimon's, you know, by the pizza shop, but they say, ah, to get into the pizza shop at, on, on Friday at uh, 12.30 or 1 o'clock after we got out of the machine, they say, hey, you know, Shimon, bring us a pie, we're starving. That was, uh, that was at 12.30, you know, Arab Shabbos. To have a pizza pie, that's and, uh, and one time I said the word I said the word starving at the table. I remember I just said, "Oh, thanks, mom, I'm starving." I remember my, my mother brought was bringing a supper, and I said, "Thanks, mom, I'm, st- I was st- I'm starving." Well, I remember that my father just looked up, <laughs> <clears throat> and, and he told my mother to take my food away. He said, "Take." He says, "What was it? There was no supper that night." I remember that. I was a little kid. I was maybe eleven or twelve. There's no food. He wasn't angry. He just looked at me, said to my mother, and that was it. I just went, whoa. <laughs> I said, you're not starving. That was it. And then they, he just said, don't ever say that again. You know what that means, to say you're starving? You, you didn't eat for two hours? You didn't eat for three hours? It means to starve. You don't know what that is. So maybe for us to have a musag in our times of of that of that need for life that comes with eating. For us, it's mostly just extra and extra and taiva and taiva. 
But to, to be able to, to be able to associate that with life, it's very hard for us. It's a big avoid for us. You see, before Mashiach comes, Hashem wanted us to have such an Indian. Well, Hashem. The Chayzim Lubunz Chusim who said on the Pasuk in, 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 in Mishlei and Eshishchal, but talking about Laila, but he turned terrible away, so the Chayklan right? It says that the Eshishchal, the, the mother, she gets up and she gets up late at night or early in the morning to prepare food for her family. They should have what to eat in the morning, right? means food. Teref is food. She gets up while it's still dark to get to get the food ready. So the Chayzim of Lin said that that before Mashiach comes, while it's still dark, those last few those last few years before Mashiach comes, while it's still dark, the Shechin is going to get up and feed her children. There'll be more to eat before Mashiach comes. That's what he said. Back then they didn't have what to eat. He said, The Shechina is going to get up while it's still night. It means before Mashiach comes, at the end. When it's at the end, the end, when it's just the darkest before morning. And the Shechina is going to give Jews to eat before Mashiach comes. That's our time. While it's still dark, that there'll be enough to eat, more than enough to eat. So it's hard for us to associate that with Chiyas, with life. It's hard for us. There's a story from the Lord Melamalach, from the Rebbe Melamalach, that, that I'm sure you remember that, that, um, that it, it was a short time before he was nifter, and, um, and he wasn't eating, as it often happens with the elderly people. You have to cry and beg. Sometimes you like the way you like with children. They don't want to eat. Sometimes an elderly person that loses the cheshek altogether can't eat. And they and they didn't know what to do. The Rebbe Malach could wasn't eating. And and um, and the family would they were coming there begging him and he couldn't eat. He said, if I had chayla's soup, I would be able to eat. Chayla's soup, I would eat. And they didn't know it was Chayla's soup. So they said, Chayla, it's Chayla. So he said, Chayla, and he said, some town, some shtetl. That wasn't far from Lezhansk. If I had Chayla's soup, I would be able to eat. So they, so they, went, they went to the shtetl, uh, some chever went to the shtetl, and they, and they asked, and they asked, uh, who's over here? There's a Chayla that makes soup. And they said, and the story was that the, that it happened that that a few years earlier the Rebbe Melech went to that shtetl, and he was walking with some of the chassidim through the through the main uh, the main street, the only the only street. He was walking through, and um, and there was this couple that were very 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 poor. This Chayla and her husband. They're very poor, and she saw the Rebbe Meilach walking, and she was overcome with this with this unbelievable cheshek to be able to host the tzaddik to eat by her, that to be able to offer a suuda for the Noimeli Meilach, for the Rebbe. So she said to her husband, "Go, go, go! Whatever his name is, Yankel, go, go! Invite the Rebbe to come to eat by us." He said, 
to, to eat what? So she, she said, to come, invite him to eat. I'll put something up. Just you go and invite him. So he runs out to the street, and the Rebbe Elimelech was walking with a couple of chesidim, and he said, Rebbe, please, it would be the greatest honor. My wife, Chayla, she's, she sent me to ask, it would be the greatest covet if you could come to eat by us. So the Rebbe Elimelech saw such a sweetness and such a sincerity that he couldn't, he couldn't say no. And, and, uh, and he came in there, and all she had was, all she had was hot water. That's all she put up onto a, 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 a fire, some hot water, and she put a little salt or something that she had into the hot water. And she gave it to the Rebbe Yalamelech. And that was Chayla's, that was Chayla's soup. And he said, and Rebbe Yalamelech said that if I had Chayla's soup, I would be able to eat Chayla's soup. I can't eat anything else. Only Chayla's soup. That even was, but of course what it meant was it wasn't the water, it wasn't the salt, it was Chayla's thoughts, her intentions, her karan, it's Chayla's soup, that I could eat. I can't eat anything else from this world anymore, only Chayla's soup, that's what it's. Is there any of the Achil of a tzaddik? She says, Ka'ashodim nechlash, a person is weak, the Margis Sarech Larech, and he feels a need to eat. The pnimius of that is that you're really feeling a need to come back to Hashem's Baruch, to connect to life. Life is the makar of life is Hashem's Baruch. Shutzarch lechadish is chabus l'Hashem's of l'malich l'malei is atzmo bechius chadasha bechius chadasha. Look at Lamedal. Sometimes a person feels that he's hungry. And it's not time to eat. It's not the time for a meal. Stop. In the middle of Islam, uh, he feels that he's hungry. He feels that he's hungry. It's not time to eat. He doesn't know. Should I eat something or not? These are chesbonis, you know, that of uh, a yushami. These uh, even to have such a thought: should I eat or should I not eat? That's already a chash of the thing: should I eat or not eat? It's not time to eat. Why should I eat? That's already a chash of the thing. He remembers Sarach Lachol. She's a stam. Taivas Achil. He's a stam. Taivas Achil. If you if you ate supper an hour or two before, and and it's like 11.30 at night, and you're reading something, you're enjoying reading some stories of tzaddikim or something, and you feel like raiding the refrigerator, it's probably a taiva sakhil. <laughs> it's probably a taiva sakhil. But, but sometimes, sometimes it happens that, that you're not sure. Maybe, maybe it's like a hunger. You're not sure. It's been a couple of hours. Tzarekla Shagoshas Rav Stam. One should know that just because you're feeling Stam hungry, that doesn't mean that you have to eat. You hear that? It's a Just because you're feeling a little bit hungry doesn't require eating. Vaharbei Pamim, he acts as a 
and many, many times, that's just an etzah of the etzah. Just because you're feeling a little bit hungry doesn't mean that you, ha- that you have to eat. Vimi is gaber, and if you must gaber, you're strong. And you think about other things. Then it's interesting. Have the hunger. That hunger goes away. Now, when, when there's a real hunger, it doesn't go away. It's just not how it works. When the body really needs to, to, to eat, when the body is, needs food, it doesn't go away. It gets stronger. When it's stamataiva, stamataiva, if you think about something else, you're busy with something else, it goes away. That's something else my followers always said, that that there were no breaks from it. it was, the hunger was constant. It was constant. It's not like, you know, take your mind off it. It, was, it didn't, didn't help. There was no way. It was a constant because the body was, the body was starving. Starving, and that you couldn't. It was every single second. It was every second. It never went away. That that in that, that hunger never went away. It never left you. That 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 is that need. That that thought of something. It never went away. When it's a, when it's a, a when it's a tire, it's a tire, A little bit of a of a hunger. So then. It uh, goes away. Nothing happens. It's not like you... It's not that you're in danger. True hunger is when you're feeling a little bit of... A little weakness. Not tired. That's something else. But you're feeling... You're feeling that you're, that you're, that you're weak. You're feeling a weakness. A person... A person, let's say that... That, that ran a, 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 a lot, that did a lot of exercise, and needs a drink of water. It's not just—it's not because you're tired. You, you, you need a drink. You need to have a drink of water. It's not because—it's not just because you're tired. You don't need to. You, know, you, know, you need—you need a drink. The body is faint from not having a drink, and we know what that feels like when you exercise. You feel that. When you play ball for a while, you feel that. <clears throat> That's when you feel it. But there's a there's a faintness, there's a there's a weakness, and you need to drink at that time. It's very important to have something to drink. There's a chulshavaguf. Back on top of the lamedal, or margish tzarchlach, yeah, tzarchlach. I'll shoot tzarchlach chalitzka. Oh, lamed hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, read note lamed hey. Lachain ha'oiskim etorah b'avodas Hashem zorah b'gusha karoi. Therefore, people whose minds are focused constantly on learning and avodas Hashem, they need less to eat. The tzaddik eats even a little bit, and he's oichel seiv anavsh when it fills him. But even the tzaddik needs to eat. Because Hashem wants, Hashem wants a person to eat. Even the tzaddik must eat 
because the tachlis of eating is that is the that is the ikra avayda of finding elokus in things of this world. It's the ikra avayda, which the whole Torah of Shabbos revolves around that. Of hakol baruch that everything was created to give cover to Hashem. And <clears throat> everything. And the whole tachlis of creation is dear betachtoinim. Betachtoinim means in this low world, in this physical world, which eating, Hashem made it that eating is required in this betachtoinim. Eating is a, is a huge part of living betachtoinim. A person can live without a vacation. A person can can live without without entertainment. A person can can live even without tibus nashim. But a person can't live without eating. And that's life, the And since the tachlis of creation is dear betachtainim, that Hashem should live with you betachtainim, that this should be a dwelling place for Hakadosh Baruch in this world. It means primarily in the act of eating, because that's the ikir inyan of the tachtainim is eating. The ikir inyan of life betachtainim is eating. It's the main. That's the main. That's the main aspect of, of life in, in, in the world that Hashem created, that Hashem created the world in such a way. But everything is, everything is, when you, if you walk on the street, I was going to say if you walk in a crowded street in Manhattan, but I don't think that's, that's uh, the Messias right now. But if you're walking on a crowded street and everybody is running around here and there, they're all going to eat. And if they're not going directly to, a, to, to, to their houses to eat or to a restaurant, but they're going to make money to eat. Everybody's running around looking for food. When you when you're watching animals, all the animals are dragging around looking for food. That's all the whole world is doing is looking for something to eat. It's the Indian of Dior Batakh Tarim is eating. Yeah. What? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why is it bad? Why yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to see. They were not only by the Talmud Rambam. They were eating things. They were tzaddikim that there were. There was some tzaddikim that they that they, that they had an Indian with that, and there was uh, there was a one of the tzaddikim said of a ma'aser from a yid. There was a yid that he wasn't a tzaddik. He was uh, he was an amcha. He was a poshet yid, and but he ate in a crazy way. Crazy, he was crazy like fat. This guy, and one of the Sadiqim, I don't remember who it was, asked him, "What's the What's the matter with you?" What do you see? He said that he said that when the Cossacks, when they when they got to my when they got my father, when the Goyim got my father, and and they they burned him, they burned him alive. He was very very he was very skinny, my father. He and he died very quickly. When they get me. And they burned me. I want to. I want it to last a long time. I thought. I want to burn. That's what he said. And he said that this, because this tzaddik saw from this year that there was an or there was a light coming from him. There's some kind of an or coming from this year, and, and the tzaddik I don't remember which tzaddik was didn't understand this. The guy's like a, just a, a major league fresher. This guy's all the time stuffing his face, and the, and the tzaddik saw that it was like an or that was coming from him. He understand what is this? This guy's like a, not from the chashuvah people in town. And and uh, and he asked him, "What's with you?" 
And he said this. When they, when they kill me, I'll kiddush Hashem. I want to, I should burn for a long time. My father went first. But I want to burn for a long time. He says, so I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, they were tzaddikim that were very heavy. Very, very heavy. And they tried to understand what that means. They were tzaddikim, they ate in a crazy way. They, not much they, they, they ate in a, in a crazy way. But then there, there were different times where Achil was they were totally in control of it. There was not vital to eat in a certain way. But they, but they, but they were eating in a crazy way. Yeah. Understand what they what they needed what the what the avoider was of was the avoider of achilah. Back inside, vine kol habria ein lakim atzmi. All of creation, of course, doesn't exist on its own. Ela Hashem is both mechayim ahavos. Hashem every second is mechayim ahavos, giving life, existence. Every single, like the Tanya writes, Mechaya gives life, Mahava existence. And every single second, Hashem is infusing that nivra with a locus. And that nitzites, that spark of a locus, is the chiyas of that, of that nivra, of that which exists. In the svarim, that chiyas that gives life to everything, that's inside everything, whether it's inanimate or animate, that Chiyas of Elokus is called Nitzaitis, sparks. Just a marshal. Inside everything there's a fire of Elokus, a spark of Elokus. It's Chiyas. Dahainu Oiris Kitana. Imperceptible Oiris of Elokus. An Oir of Elokus that you can't see with your eyes. A spark. Our job is to make it into a big fire. It's there. It's a spark. That is the that is the existence, the life of everything. Is that spark that it contains of elokus? That's the moitzepi Hashem. That's in everything. And of course, so it is with every, every food, every drink. Yesh It has nitzaytes They give existence to that food. And the lakus is enclosed and covered within the food. We'll get back to the note in a minute. And at the time on page Chavches, and the time that the person is eating, when a person is eating, he's he's putting into his mouth 
that physical piece of food with the elokus, of course, that's the chiz, that's the, the true existence of that food. What gives life to the person is not all the stuff that it says on the side of the box, you know, the, uh, all the different things, the cholesterol, the energy, all that stuff. What gives life, be'emes, what gives life, because without the neshama, a person is not alive. What gives life, and everything has a neshama, what gives life is the elokus. Eat something that makes you live. Life, elokus, is something that is, you can't touch. It's elokus. The Ramchal said that the, that we, we all the ways that we talk about Hashem are just we don't they're just mashalim. These are all just mashalim for us to somehow be able to speak. But he said that the closest thing that we can get to understanding that there's something. Different is when we say that he's Elohim Chai, that means of him being alive. Alive, that's it. Chiyas. It's, it's not something that you could touch. Chiyas. Alive. Hashem's life is not anything that we could understand, but that means that he's Elohim Chai. But when we're eating something, that that intangible chiz is a lokus. The nitzaitzes. So eating is a time when we are when we are being yoinig, we are being nurtured by that chiz of Hashem, by life from the makar chai, by the lokus in the food and the, the drink. Which is the most direct connection to Lokus that we have in a physical act. Not talking about learning a dab. In a physical act, there is no more direct connection to Hashem than eating. Because eating is life. And life is Elohim Chai. This is from the living God who gives life. There's no more direct connection to, to Elokus than eating. Because when the person is eating, he's he's taking into himself Iris, Vachias, Mashemizbah. Iris, lights, Chias, Mashemizbah. El Mekabin Shanachnim Soyim Parlam Gashbim. Since we live in a physical world, Zabam Lubash, it comes enclosed. The Lavush Gash Michel Eichel in a piece of food. So if you ask, Hashem gives life, why does it have to be by eating? Hashem gives life every second. So even when you're not eating, so why does it have to be in such a way of eating? The answer is, 
that there should be a constant reminder. There should be a constant reminder every day, three times a day, whatever you're eating in a person's life, a reminder. You don't just live automatically. You have to swallow. You have to connect to. You have to attach yourself to chiyus that comes from the hand of Hashem. Because by feeling this weakness and this need to eat, feeling he has to eat and drink, so he has to stop everything else in his, that he's doing. Even the tzaddik that's learning and davening, you have to stop whatever you're doing. And plug in. To what? To Elohim Chai. To the living God, to the source of life. Because you could forget Hashem. This forces a person <coughs> to return to Hashem, to the Makar Chaim, with his chachas of life, and with his chachas of one's connection to the Makar to the source of life. So throughout one's day, Hashem made it that there are occasional moments where you feel that your life is ebbing away, that you're not going to be alive, because you could forget. Who is the one who gives life? And that's what eating and drinking is about. Remembering the source of life. That's what it is, to remember the source of life. 